0: It's hot in here. It is hot. It's Let's hot start. Up
1: here. A lot up here. It's hot. You don't know what that is, do you? Nope. Okay. It's musical. I think you might have guessed that.
0: I had an idea. It was probably <laughs> musical related.
1: <laughs> All right. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do the thing. We uh... may not have a film taxation, but we're here for a real education.
1: Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Real Education. Lo- Musical. Musical. I'm one of your hosts, Wendy, joined as always by these two knuckleheads.
0: I'm Vinny. I'm Mike.
1: And I'm feeling particularly loving towards them this evening. <laughs> Are you? Because uh, I called you knuckleheads. Oh. What could possibly go <laughs> wrong? Um, so we continue with the Fossy Apocalypse. Fossy, Fossy, Fossy. We are getting down to it.
0: Final stretch.
1: Like, if this was an apocalypse, we'd be at the point where it's time to set the cars on fire and run them into the walls or something.
0: I've been doing that all day. (laughs) I don't know what you fuckers have been up to. (laughs) Uh, They're getting it started for us.
1: (laughs) So we have two more movies left in our official Fosse canon. Right. And that's Chicago and All That Jazz. And Chicago, we are going to watch the Rob Marshall 2002, but it is still very much a Fosse show, so it's good to go. We're going to go I ahead and watch it.
0: Think I can't. Remember. I think we talked about this on Mike last week. Did we?
1: I don't remember.
0: I can't remember if we did or if it was after. I think it was on Mike. What we talked about why we're doing this at this point because. I think so. All of the other movies we've done chronologically, but this one's important because of All That Jazz being mm-hmm. autobiographical.
1: Yes, exactly. He, um, All That Jazz is very much about the time period where he was right now in this point in his life doing Chicago and editing Lenny and everything else. Um, and when we watch Chicago, you're going to go, oh, shit. Um, not Chicago. When we watch All That Jazz. Now you I am going to
0: go gonna watch Chicago, though. <laughs> well, I probably will, too, having never seen it.
1: You've never seen I've it, never but seen you it. have. Oh, yeah. Okay. And this, of course, is... I love this. I love this movie. Even if it does have Renee Zellweger, I'm not a huge fan of hers.
0: Have you seen the trailers for the Judy Garland movie she's going to be in playing <laughs> Judy Garland? Oh, No. I she's
1: not a trained singer or dancer, so let's just let her great, embody man. one of the best singer dancer entertainers like ever an, born. an icon. What could go wrong?
0: <laughs> I know I watched it the other day and I was like, I can't wait to ask Wendy about Wendy this. Wendy
1: has feelings about it. I'm sure she's a very nice person, but she shouldn't be allowed to do shit she doesn't know how to do. Up, your nightmares
0: coming true. She actually looks good when she's not doing any of the singing stuff. Like, when she's just acting, I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes, you're actually doing a decent Judy Garland. Uh, And then they, like, show her singing for a second. I was like, oh, (laughs) scratch that. This is a disaster.
1: (laughs) When you have Michelle Williams killing it as Gwen Verdon and you think that's a good idea... It's like the fucking Marvel-DC universe divide. Like, one of you know what you're doing, and the other one should not be allowed to do these things. That's what I'm just... Mm. So anyway, but let's talk about Chicago. So you've seen Chicago yep. once or twice a lot. I've seen it you a few it. times, you yeah. Love it? I like it. Like it? Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, f- I do
0: love it, but I was not going to say too much about it since Vinny hasn't seen it. <laughs> well, I'm just
1: sort of gauging our <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, sort of emotional response to it. I, of course, fucking love it. And Vinny, what do you know about Chicago?
0: So I've never seen this version for sure. I want to say at some point when my parents were taking me to Bass Concert Hall for the season of whatever it was, three or four shows a year, Like at some point in my early childhood, Chicago was one of them. But really all that imprinted was that I saw Chicago. Like There was a thing that, like, it's one of those that you should see. I really remember nothing about it. And
1: this one has just... I, you should see Chicago. Well, I've seen it. I have no memory of it. Well, so Feels I mean, like, like you missed the point.
0: Well, I, I mean, I was probably like It's a band biopic about the band Chicago. I hope so.
1: <laughs> oh fucking Peter me? <laughs> no,
0: I, I know nothing you did
1: it about it. All by the glory of love. That popped up on like one of the radio stations, and I was—I had this like weird physical flashback to you know the late '80s, early '90s, and I was just like. <gasps> Oh, my God, I have angst, and oh, my God, everything's awful. Like, Peter Cetera was on the radio. Why?
0: One of my friends uh, at my very first office job, when she moved on, I sent her, if you leave me now, like a link to that video, <laughs> three, like three times a day, every day, for her full two weeks. She's fun, and, like, I'll still, like, text it to her every now and then she's like, you need to fucking stop with that.
1: mm um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: I want to say that nice. I saw, this was probably the same year that I saw, like, Ragtime and other things, like, in... Like, in the same... Yeah, so, like, I, I know that it's, like, Prohibition era, and it's, like, but I, I really don't know okay. anything about it, and knowing that this is Rob Marshall, I don't really know what to expect and how to, how well, to fit I that mean, into what we've been watching. But, yeah, you know, but,
1: I mean, you know, you know what else Rob Marshall has done.
0: Generally, but, I mean, I... I
1: well, I mean, he directed Mary Poppins Returns. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, mm, yeah, he's feel, done other stuff too.
0: Yeah, it's so like I feel like there's something else we watched. Like I, saying, I, like, I, I, I would, yeah. I know I've seen them, and like I know we, when Mary Poppins returns, we talked about that. So like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely optimistic. I'm looking forward to it. It's just also hard for me, just knowing what we've seen of Fosse
1: mm-hmm. to like
0: see how that's gonna be done, not in his, like.
1: Well, I will say, if Rob Marshall ha- if it didn't feel like a Fosse show, I would have been like. We're not doing it. Well, no. good. But I feel like Rob Marshall did a very good job with the adaptation that he did, mm-hmm. and of course, Bill Condon did the screenplay. Okay. So I mean, it's it's fucking solid. Good. Um. So I'm yeah. Excited.
0: Yeah, and you know it has Zellweger like, because we mentioned that, right? Do you know any of the other people in there? I'm sure I do. Like I said, I mean, and you're gonna know everyone. This was like early like two- early two thousands, right, when this film
1: came mm-hmm. out. Two thousand two.
0: Yeah. So, like, I mean. I remember it being a thing and for whatever reason just never seeing it. I remember it being full of a lot of people that were big names. I couldn't tell you who they are at this point. Very much from that time period too of the people that are in it. There's a few that are still like there's one in particular that has gotten more popular later but like for the most part you kind of look at it and go oh yeah all of those people were big names then. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay.
1: I got a kiss on the cheek from Bill Condon once. Really? (laughs) Yeah. At Buttnumathon. Touch his butt? No, I was because okay. he he brought train Girls.
0: Oh, I love that movie. I
1: know, and afterwards he did like a quick Q and A, and so af- as he was going down and like everybody took a break, I quick ran over, scurried over, and I was just like, I just wanted to tell you like that was amazing. I'm a huge musical theater fan, blah blah blah, and I just kind of gushed him in the most you know brief and un-, un creepy way as possible, and he just went, oh that's so sweet, and he kissed me on the cheek, and I'm like. I'm gonna go now before this like reaches awkward levels, because yeah, I didn't want to touch him on the butt. This is the
0: one. I, is it this one that has Catherine Zeta Jones in it? Mm-hmm. Ding, okay. ding
1: ding 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 ding. Yeah.
0: So I knew there was one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or at least one. I and I, could, I don't even know what I was confused we'll with. Talk but. about this later too, but that's the role that you played, right? Yes. You so that's gonna be fun to think <laughs> okay. about as you're watching. This. <laughs>
1: Yes, I, I played play Belma. Yeah. So, all right, let's go watch Chicago. Fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy.
0: A flash of leg. The taste of temptation. The smell of corruption. And things that go bump. In the night
1: your hair and wear your buckle shoes
0: and all that jazz Velma has it
1: wanna brand new
0: start to do that so Roxy wants it all my life I wanted to have my own act that's great, I'll be in touch you know I'm not quite finished yet face it Roxy, you ain't never gonna have an act you got connections I would have said anything, to get a piece of that okay? <laughs> What you need is Billy Flynn. He's never lost a case. Billy can fix it. My client feels that it was the combination of liquor and jazz which led to her downfall. Hey, Mama, you're the, um, Kelly. I was there the night that you got arrested. Yeah, you and half of Chicago. You couldn't buy that kind of publicity. But in a city where everyone loves a legend, there's only room for one with some advice keep your paws off my lawyer sweetest little jazz killer ever to in chicago that's the angle i'm after you were in the paper today too in the back with the obituaries they love me they love you a lot more if you're a hang you know why because there's so more papers that's chicago Jones, Renee Zellweger, and
1: Richard Gere. Are you guilty or not guilty? Don't you want to take my picture? Yeah.
0: Good night, folks. That's right. Chicago.
1: So, Chicago. Chicago. Is Chicago? It's not Chicago. Is Chicago?
0: <laughs> it really was just about the band. It's a
1: soul coughing reference. Do you?
0: Uh, sure. <laughs>
1: Do you guys not listen to soul coughing?
0: I mean, I I know who that I I know that name. No, yeah. it's not. It's not a band. Mike Doty.
1: It's not something I listen to. <laughs> no. I, I can't even. All right. So instead, we'll talk about. We're
0: gonna talk about the movie, yeah. <laughs> this <and> <laughs>
1: There's gonna be one person who listens to this. It's gonna be like, woo, so coffin, yeah. I've got
0: that reference.
1: <laughs> All right. So, Vinny, Chicago.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I liked it. I, I mean, we can talk about it as we move through it, but um, lots of faces I would I recognized. Yeah. Um, Lots of 2002 faces. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was it was Queen Latifah. I was like, yep, this is definitely early (laughs) 2000s. So fucking good. I mean, she's phenomenal. I fucking
1: love it. She's another one of those movie movie stars that I'm like, I recognize that I'm. This is going to be a piece of pablum, but I'm still going to watch it because I fucking love to watch Queen Latifah in anything. Mm -hmm. Hell, I watched Joyful Noise twice.
0: (laughs) That also gets Dolly in it. So and
1: Jeremy (laughs) Jordan.
0: Jeremy Jordan's in that? I don't, I haven't seen it in forever, so I don't remember very much about it. Great,
1: now I'm going to, now I got to double, like, the fact that you didn't go, yeah, makes me go, wait, I'm right about that. I mean, I haven't seen it
0: since we started doing this, so I was probably just like, some guy, I don't know.
1: Well, there is that,
0: too. Didn't know him then. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know him. (laughs) (laughs) Now you do. But Queen Latifah and Billy Parton. Jeremy Jordan. Nice. My, fuck, I'm going to have to so watch a shitty movie again. Yes, <laughs>
1: but it's got Dolly.
0: does have Dolly.
1: Dolly and Queen Latifah. Rock on. so hard. But we were talking about Chicago. Sorry. I was just going
0: to... You had a nice little tangent. I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> um, I know I was confused, because I, I said before we watched it, I was like, Katherine Zeta-Jones, I think? And I was confused as to whether she was in this or all that jazz. And then, of course, she pops up singing all that jazz. I was like, that's why...
1: If she was in All That Jazz, that'd be amazing because that was yes. 1970. No, no. That's what I'm yeah.
0: like, I just remembered those were conflated in my brain just because I remembered her singing it or having you know seen it in the trailer or something. Bit of some trivia
1: so. when they asked her to be in the movie, she didn't know the show that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they may have, I think they offered her Roxy at first, and she was like, I don't. She's like, Ooh, all I. She's I've, not a Roxy. But, yeah. but she's like, which role sings All That Jazz? Yeah. <laughs> Velma, that's the one I want. I want to sing that song. So, God that's bless funny. you, Catherine said, and children for understanding. I would like to start the movie with the most iconic number Everyone, right. from the show and also uh, my favorite number in the show. Like, I, I fucking love all that jazz. It's
0: a, yeah. It's a, and I feel like that being a Rob Marshall film still sets the tone really well that it was absolutely Fosse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talked about it while we watched it. I mean, I think the scene is shot while we would have liked to have seen the choreography better and probably in a more stationary camera. It was filmed as though Fosse would have
1: edited was specifically at the helm. Yeah. edited with yeah, lots right. of shots through body parts mm-hmm. and f- shots focused on simply a foot. Yeah. It's like, oh, Rob, you did your homework here. This is very much of the style Fossey would have enjoyed, yeah,
0: and I feel like that carries throughout not just in like the mm-hmm. this this the composition, but like just how the story kind of unfolds. Um, yeah,
1: he does um well, he Bill Condon and Rob crack the nut of. Because these days you can't just put a musical on screen. You have to figure out a way to make it, quote, realistic. So the audiences aren't like, why are they just singing? That's weird. Um, Excuse me, I just (laughs) sing randomly in my life. I don't find what's weird about that. Uh, So, But apparently Rob was asked to come in to pitch for Rent. Uh And he walked in. And he said, "Yeah, yeah, that's great. I want to do Chicago, and my concept is that all the musical numbers are in Roxy's head." And all the producers went, "That's a great idea!" It's and they fucking
0: all brilliant. Yeah, it honestly. really is.
1: And they all started talking, and they're like, "Fuck Rent!" And they just let's do Chicago instead. <laughs> yeah. And that's how that happened because, and this is his directorial debut doing film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And oh, wow. he and he got that. a nomination for best director.
0: It won and, Best Picture. And
1: it won Best Picture. Uh, it was nominated for, like, nine, I think, or Something 11. Like well, I wrote That's it crazy. down. It, 13. It, it had 13 wow. Oscar noms and won six.
0: Say so it won a shitload, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Catherine won.
0: Catherine then got uh, Best Supporting. Best Supporting, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because pretty much everybody put, was nominated. She would not have been Roxy, um, yeah. That, no, she's not. Richard Gere wasn't
0: nominated. No, strangely.
1: John C. Riley, Queen Latifa, Renee, and Catherine were all nominated. He, uh, director, screenplay, cinematography, costume, sound design, set decoration. Original song. Original song, because Candor and Ebb wrote a new song yep. for the closing <laughs> credits. Because of course they did.
0: Um, yeah, it's just that all checks out. I'm surprised Richard. I'm surprised he wasn't up. right. He's so fucking good. So whether at he won or not, he, he should not have been nominated. Well, yeah. I He's completely agree. <laughs> oh, you aren't.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> and her Christian, and her Christian Bale tongue.
1: <laughs> oh God! Put your tongue in your mouth.
0: And what what makes it worse is like the fact that we're watching this at the end of all of our Fosse stuff and just watching because like yeah. I would love to fucking see Cheetah Rivera doing Velma Kelly, but like, what we get from Catherine Zeta Jones is wonderful, it and is. it's like, it oh, there's still rules. And like, yeah, Cheetah probably did it differently and did it great, but like, you see uh, Renee Zellweger, and you kind of go like, oh, this is tragic because think about how fucking good it would be with Gwen, and then oh like, God, yeah. when she first comes out with her haircut after she's like made it platinum and, like, cut it and, like, bobbed it and everything. And you're just like, you know Gwen was just cute as a fucking button.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's just
0: like, God damn it. And we have to deal with this now? (laughs) This.
1: And, I mean, the thing is, I've never been a huge fan of Renee Zellweger. I just want to be clear. It's not that how dare she take this role. It's also she's... She's never really done anything much for me uh, as a performer, uh, performer on screen. So that's that's my personal, like, eh, I'm not excited by you. And then in this role... She's
0: just not very good. She spent
1: <laughs> ten months learning how to sing and dance. And that always will just fucking offend me. Why didn't you just pick somebody who can? Yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones has Richard been Sheer. a professional music musical performer since she was like fourteen. Yeah. and Richard Gere, like, yeah, he spent three months learning how to tap dance, but that is a particular skill yeah, nobody yeah. No, has He's been doing so stuff since
0: like the seventies, yeah. like singing and dancing. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: And John C. Riley sent a tape of himself singing because he's got the goods from back doing Steppenwolf and everything else. He sent Gee. Rob Marshall a tape and was like and it was just like, oh shit, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's but, great. We'll get to him because uh, I definitely want to talk about that number. Ron Marshall <laughs>
1: would have to bribe Renee Zellweger to rehearse because she didn't like dancing. And at the at the Oscars, because you're in a fucking
0: musical. <laughs> at the
1: Oscars, because the final song "I Move On" is both Roxy is both Renee and Catherine singing. They sang it live, except Renee didn't want to, so. Queen Latifah sang it with Catherine. Catherine, who was hugely pregnant at the time. Like, I'm just like, really? Yeah. You can't be bothered? You got a fucking Oscar nom? Yeah. Why did you get... (laughs) I'm so offended by this. (laughs) How many people would have loved to have played that role? Yeah. And And I will say, she gives a good performance because Rob Marshall did a really good job with her, but how much better could it have been?
0: Ugh, yeah, I, I was, I mean, I think, to think of who the parts in which she acts and doesn't have to, like, feign at singing or dancing were okay. I mean, I'm also not, like, a huge fan of hers, but it's, like, those are passable, and I, you know, I, I did, like, some of what she did in that capacity, but, yeah, clearly, like, it wasn't, it, 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 she wasn't working it in the role in yeah. the way that anyone should have. Well, especially, like, again, just seeing her, like, in the courtroom at the end. I'm just like I don't really buy your bullshit you're doing here. Like where she kind of turns on well, Amos I mean you, and then thinking about yeah, thinking about how well Glenn would have just been like, yeah, I played you by like yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah. Oh man, Jerry Orbach
0: yeah. was the original
1: Billy Flynn, and how good he must have been. So smarmy. Oh I would have loved to have seen that. Um there is footage of him doing the number uh All I Care About is Love at the Tony Awards that year. That's and
0: a good yeah.
1: Uh the girls dancing around him at the beginning we want but it's they're fucking masturbating. It's a, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Fosse way went there.
0: Do they make the lady car No, no. (laughs) Because that is my favorite thing in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, like,
1: the choreography isn't... It's Mm Fosse-inspired, but Rob Marshall, that's part of why I give him full credit. He's not trying to ape Fosse. He's taking the style and then doing fun things of his own with it. And honestly, I think his staging of Cell Block Tango is... It's great, yeah. It's fucking brilliant. I have nothing to compare
0: it to, but it...
1: The use of the scarves... Is yeah. um, normally a little, it's just a the women uh, on stage white scarf. having men actually on stage that they are actually doing a tango with. Okay. Okay. I, I think that's great. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's really cinematic, but also just makes the possibilities for dancing a lot more exciting. <laughs> when she <laughs> drops him and then lands on top of him, the second one
0: mm-hmm. With,
1: mm-hmm. in the splits, I'm like, that just looks great. And of yeah. course. Um, he ran into my knives
0: ten, ten times. <laughs> that's my favorite line in this whole movie.
1: When she, she's she got this super long scarf, and she kicks up her leg, and then, like, twirls like scoops, her leg yeah. and scoops the scarf twice and then stomps, and it pulls him to the floor. Oh, that's amazing looking. I love you, Rob Marshall. That's so great. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so...
0: Let's, uh, I guess from the beginning. Let's jump back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> with all that jazz. We'll start with all that jazz.
1: Um, so, in the show, I was it's I going to say, just, unless you
0: have more, do you need to back these stuff up, no, too? <laughs> in the
1: show, it's just Velma singing it. Mm-hmm. And introducing, and while, and there are interludes in the music that are introducing Roxy having an affair with Fred... And shooting him. All that happens during the number. Just okay. pretty much kind like Kind of how it, it does
0: here. Kind yeah. Of. similar, yeah. Um, I absolutely love the way that they... Oh, my stomach's rumbling. Um, the way when they show Roxy at the club and before she leaves and they do that one cut where it's her singing. Yeah. I think that is so good. It tells you like everything you need to know about yeah, Roxy in setup. one shot. And I was just like... So. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's to tell you about her, and like it just—I feel like it's a great way to introduce the continuing theme of like how, of the, like their the musical numbers are oh, gotcha. divorced from reality. Oh, that Yeah. Wait,
1: why is she on stage? Oh, yeah.
0: Because like it, it might be you know it's jarring that first time, but then it like clearly sets the the yeah. standard that like any time they're doing the big numbers, like it's her like fantasizing or someone is.
1: Now, in the play, there is no emotional reaction when Roxy kills Fred. Like, he just basically is like, you know, it was fun, never mind, I'm out. And she just is like, what? She grabs a gun, oh, Fred, and the whole chorus goes, oh, Fred.
0: <laughs>
1: and he turns around, what? She goes, nobody walks out on me, you son of a bitch. Boom. And she shoots him. Because I hate you. <laughs> and this is, like, the number's not over yet. Boom and then he dies and she goes i got to pee and exits it's a great <laughs> it like
0: it's immediately
1: awesome. undercuts she just murdered someone and she's like mm, i got to pee <laughs> and leaves so it just she's a fucking psychopath and that's important yeah, yeah. because yeah you never want to feel like there was any emotional context. So get,
0: you get I, a little of that here. I mean, not nearly as strongly. Except cause. that
1: he—he's really an asshole to her. He threatens to beat her up. She's really like hurt. Yeah. she's, well, a, she's hurt, and I understand the choice because you need to care about Renee Zellweger if you're going to watch her for two hours. Right.
0: Well, well what, uh, what I was going to say though, like it—it it carries through in like how she sets Amos up. Mm-hmm. And so, then, like, as soon as like his he starts he starts to falter, she meets like all over him. Like, you're yeah. you're a terrible husband. Like, you were supposed to like. So you get a, a sense of it. I mean, I can. So see. I also think, think if it's, like
1: it's smart, Bill Condon's smart yeah. the way he set that up
0: for for uh, for a movie. Just think about her arc. If she starts out awful and stays awful, yeah, yeah, that has like her to be like, oh, okay, she sucks, but like you know, she's just young and dumb and, like, kind of, she wants to be a a star and, like, it's her ambition and blah, blah, It's less of a surprise later on when she's, like, really fucked up and is, like, the in-courtroom scene, basically. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just... It's interesting what people will accept from a Mm -hmm. stage play that they won't accept from a musical when it's the same from a film when it's right. the same story like yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand exactly and I pretty much agree with it but I'm also but I can't help but notice huh right. she's like actually hurt and real and like in real tears oh, about this huh because you know that's not the way it works in the show yeah. like, I gotta pee yeah, she exits and Velma goes all that jazz <laughs> and then we move on so I love I also love that Rob Marshall so because it's the night Velma killed her sister, and the first time she's performing without her sister, I love just the simple moment where she her eyes cut up to to the
0: other spotlight,
1: and just twitches her head like over here, dummy. <laughs> I
0: love that moment. She too.
1: ain't coming. That means over here. Yeah, it's great.
0: Yes. Uh, also, like it took me a few times watching it to realize that that was exactly what had happened. Honestly. Um I don't remember why or maybe it just surprised me again cuz I I I've listened to it a lot more than I've seen it. So I know of course that like she's killed her sister and all of that. I don't ever like I don't ever remember until like basically that moment when she comes up on stage and there's the two spotlights. And I'm like, and, um what's his name? Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs is like the Kelly sisters. Uh-huh. um and it's just her raising up. Yeah. Um I never remember that like, oh yeah, it's cuz she literally murdered her sister and then came here. <laughs>
1: yep. Oh, I've got a show. I better go. <laughs> yeah. And I love that she's got and the she, gun and she just throws it in a drawer and covers it up with a hanky like
0: <laughs> and says, it's fine. "I can do it alone." Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I can do it alone. It's fine, which is going to come back later. <laughs> yes. Um and then and then just in case you weren't sure, that when the police come and Amos has confessed that he's killed Fred Casely, she starts singing a song, and now we're in this magical cabaret world where she's singing, "Oh, isn't he great? He's dumb, but he does what I tell him." And
0: uh, oh, for okay, oh, yeah, so yeah, next song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: just I'm jumping to the next song, yeah. like that's where it really cements. Oh, this is kind of in her head. Yeah, I get it. Yeah,
0: what is that? It's my funny hubby. Or funny something? honey. Funny honey. That's what it is. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a good song.
1: It's a good song.
0: There's, like I forget that the songs just they're yeah. like one after another. This is probably one of the most number of songs that we've had in at least the pace for them and everything. It's it just,
1: dense and yeah, in the stage and they're play They all great. In the stage play there's five more.
0: Holy wow. shit. <laughs> well, and when the movie's what? 2 hours. I didn't really keep track, but right at. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like I mean it, it's it paced well, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, um because, and the way Fosse broke the story was to turn it into a vaudeville act. So each number was, a, was referencing a specific vaudeville act and mm-hmm. was played very presentationally. Mm-hmm. So we're going to introduce the concept, and then here's the vaudeville number that goes with it. So, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So keep it moving, and, and, and the song would punctuate the scene, and then we'd move on to the next scene. Very, very piecemeal.
0: And I liked, I was jumping back to the the funny honey while we're there. Like, I liked how, again, I mean, you get a better sense that it's in her head and, like, it's just a representation of what she's thinking and feeling. But then as he starts to falter, he kind of appears just, like, stationary Mm -hmm. in the shot. Mm -hmm. And then she starts to react more to him and then it kind of just falls apart. Yes. And that's when when you get, like, the real glimpse of her in real life Mm -hmm. being just who she is. Yeah, Yeah.
1: And when she goes to shove him, and suddenly, and they're they're in the they're back in the apartment. Yes. It's like yes, that was a great transition. Yeah, there's a lot
0: like, a lot of that, the like, kind of like meta textual like uh, wall breaking that I think fits fits <laughs> so really she's well.
1: Laying on the piano, and he's like Fred Casely. Yeah. He sold us our furniture, and her head snaps up. <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn it, you you idiots! Um, then after that, we get. Uh, it's that's uh, yeah
0: they cart they cart her off and
1: they cart her off well and the the d.a is like this is a hanging offense and she's like wait what (laughs) because she literally got in his face like yeah i fucking killed him and i do it again this is a hanging offense hold up what (laughs) yeah murder is bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah wait what so she goes to jail and who does she talk to in jail Wait. To Velma? Yeah.
0: Or, okay, I was like, to both
1: no, of them. To, no, to <laughs> Cheetah.
0: <Chita. laughs> oh, oh, to Cheetah. Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: Rob Marshall made sure Cheetah yes. Rivera had yeah. it. Yes, yeah, I
0: love it. I love it. And she still looks time? fantastic. Oh, she yeah. She does. <laughs>
1: With her legs crossed and her cigarette. Yeah. She's all, oh, is this your first time here? Is this your first time being under Mama Morton? Well, you know, she'll be good to you if you pay her. And then in comes Queen Latifah. And, oh, Colleen Atwood dressed her so good for her number. (laughs) She looks amazing. Yeah. And...
0: uh, I love... This is, again, I mean, the flashiness of all of the numbers that are on the stage in Roxy's head. Uh, She looked... The contrast between... How she looks then, and that gown she has on, and, like, the headpiece and everything. And then that, like, frumpy fucking, like, curtain that she's wearing. (laughs) With
1: no makeup on. No makeup
0: on, yes. very stark contrast, yeah. And I
1: just love the way she's wearing it.
0: It's one of my two favorite, like contrast moments and we'll get to the other ones near the end
1: oh, she's mm-hmm. and Mama's all like I'm not here to make your lives miserable so if something's bothering you don't come fucking running to me because <laughs> I don't give a shit get out of here I love that yes. love that and Queen Latifah sells it she's mm-hmm. killing it
0: yeah
1: Ah, so
0: I feel like I mean that number I liked it but I, I don't really remember, remember it even now like I know that she had some good work with good the, the like a scarf on. as well not as not as in this you know anywhere near.
1: Let's all stroke together, like yeah. the Princeton crew. It's full of innuendos. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's
0: all about fucking.
1: Yeah, if you want my gravy, pepper my ragu.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like whoo, John Candor and Fred Ebb. That is naughty. Ah. Oh. The two of them would, I love this because there's a bit in the biography that talks about their working process. They would get together and they would bounce ideas off each other, go and like play with a lyric or play with a bit of a thing. And then as they'd start to craft the song, each one of them would would never like finish it. Like um, Eb, who would write the lyrics, would never write them all out because that would limit what Mm candor would do and candor would Mm -hmm. never actually write a full melody because that would that would force structure upon what what ebb wanted to do and so they they both kind of go halfway and leave room for each other and i just think it works for them i just think it's beautiful yeah like yeah that's just a generosity of creativity and clearly yeah it works for them
0: so i also realized not tonight but like between when we watched it and we will the other movie I'm about to mention and we we'll watch this um Newsies uh-huh. that <laughs> I said during that that my favorite number was um essentially this number uh it was the um Ain't That Rich Ain't It uh um yeah yeah That's Rich is Yeah it's that's, rich. that's Rich and then about one time listening to it, I went Oh, it's because it's fucking Mama's song. Uh-huh. Like, that's exactly why I love that number so much. It's, and it's full of the same kind of innuendos uh-huh. and all of that, and it's, oh, it's wonderful.
1: Yep, and it's a big old brassy voice just yeah. belting it out.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. and she's just like, she's so big in it, and it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, that's, yeah, it's a great number. It's a great role. Like, um, yeah. Mama gets Mama lots of awesome. great, lots, and her best number. Isn't even in the movie, which is class. Her and her and Velma sing as they're listening to v- Roxy on the radio. It's like, Jesus, she's such a grasping gre- She's got no class like <laughs> us, and it's a hilarious number. No one even says "Oops" when they're passing their gas. <laughs> Whatever happened to class? Class. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but back to the numbers that are actually in the movie. So, after Mama, we get cell Block Tango.
0: This one is... This is, like, the number that sticks in my head when I think yep. about Chicago. It's kind of like... I don't know if for everybody kind of the iconic thing, but it, for me, it's immediately, like, boom. Pop. Yeah.
1: Six. And that's and like, even
0: before that, like, just, like, the syncopation of, like, the guard walking down the, mm-hmm. the catwalk doop, doop, and, like, and the water pop, boop, boop, boom, boom, and he starts happy, like, hmm, I wonder if... Something's happening. It's very percussive. What could, what could possibly be going on?
1: Huh. And, of course, Fossey focusing in on words like pop, yeah. six, squish. Mm-hmm. Right? Of course, that's what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you would think Roxy's the star of the show, but Velma gets both all that jazz and the cell block tango, which Roxy is not in. Right. Mm-hmm. And Roxy gets other solos, but it really is a show where it's. But
0: yeah, none of them are. Yeah. Kind
1: of both of them.
0: Uh, and all like.
1: Well, Roxy gets Roxy Heart.
0: I mean, yeah, that's the that's the other big number yeah. from this mm-hmm. one. Uh, but with Subwalk Tango*, um, one thing I was going to mention is this is definitely what I thought of too when we got to *Big Spender*. Uh huh. Um, because yeah. like it's so similar and just like how the, not even the songs aren't that similar. The. Dancing really isn't that similar either. It's just kind of the way that it's just the way that it's staged. Right. A bunch
1: and, of women in a line.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and I don't know. It's just they have a very similar feel and it's easy to draw like that line from uh, Sweet Charity with, all the way over to here.
1: A bunch of women in a line who hate men.
0: Because yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, hey, big spender. He deserved it. He had it yeah. coming. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a great, oh, it's such a fun number them elements.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, we kind of already touched on it, but, I mean, just the way that they are throwing those blood red scarves around and, like, using them the in one, the dancing. and The one white one that comes out and it's kind of like, oh. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah the, the one person who is truly innocent and she's the one person who gets executed because, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she is, I can't remember what she said. She's Russian? Yeah,
1: the, the actress, actress is Russian. The character is Hungarian. The lines they that she says are in Hungarian, and she says them. But apparently her Russian accent is so thick that Hungarians can't even understand her. <laughs> They're like, what is she
0: saying? I kind of love that you can't understand her. Like, like as you know, a normal. Amer- a normal American. Yeah, like, when
1: you watch the show. That
0: it no, doesn't... and
1: Nobody translates or anything, but yeah.
0: you just... You... you don't need to. She does yeah. such a good job of just being like, here's this tragic shit you're about to see. Well, yeah, like I mean, even, like, we had subtitles on for it, and, like, that whole, that whole segment is, like, there's no subtitles for anything, just and preparing. you don't need them. I mean, I, yeah. I, like you said, it's just... It's a nice little touch. Yeah. Well,
1: and it points out, like... Nobody can understand her, so <laughs>
0: right.
1: let's kill her. Like it's safe to kill her, then, right? <laughs> like I, I can't care about you because I can't understand you. I need you to tell me a story because that's the show. Because it's, oh. yeah. it's show business, yeah. Because it's show business,
0: and also because she didn't get um, Billy Flynn. Yeah,
1: she, <laughs> she didn't get She doesn't have the money. Okay. Um, speaking of, it's time for Billy Flynn to enter uh, the picture. Uh, all I care about is love. Who's this Billy Flynn? Like, oh, all the girls here would love to have Billy Flynn as their lawyer. Mm-hmm. Never lost a case. And he comes out and sings a song. All I care about is love. That's what I'm here for.
0: not the money. He's here for you.
1: I'm here for you. And then...
0: Uh, and, of course, it's juxtaposed against... Roxy trying to get him, and he's like, you got (laughs) $5,000?
1: And then the scene after is Amos trying to give him the money. Well, all I could come up with is two. get out of here, you dirty liar. You said you had $5,000. Turns his back and Amos is like, well, okay, and reaches for the money and suddenly, yeah, Without even looking, magically his hand lands on the money. (laughs) You know what, though?
0: I'm a man of my word. I (laughs) said I'd
1: take the case. So, yeah. Um...
0: He's so so wonderful in that role. (laughs) He's like the perfect amount of slimy for it. And charming. He carries it so well, yeah. Yeah, He's
1: got that twinkle in his eyes and that permanent smile that is not believable. Like a little fake. He
0: does have that twinkle in his eyes, but also I've never noticed how beady his eyes are, too. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's a little squinty. Yeah. He's a little squinty. Um, But, boy, he's just... Having the best time in that number, like his grin is ear to ear, oh, yes. and he's mm-hmm. just belting it out, and he's got these women just all over him.
0: Yeah. So this is where we get to like my favorite staging. Uh, staging, is I the guess, right is word. the right word for it, um, because it cuts from him in the car
1: in an actual Rolls Royce car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: with women still kind of fawning on him. Like, as he's coming up, because he's Billy Flynn, and he's very pretty, and then it cuts to him on the stage in the musical number uh, world, and it's all women like the car, and he does the break, and the one woman is like...
1: And, and it's her leg, and she's laying leg. on the yes. floor with the leg up, and he grabs her leg and pulls the brake. Yes. Hilarious. And there's one and woman there's in the a... front with a scarf that's somebody's waving, so yes. it's like the wind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then you get the the two women that, like, open out as the doors, and like, oh, it's... A-plus. It's so great. It's
1: very (laughs) clever. It's very clever staging.
0: I still wish that at the end he had pulled off his (laughs) clothes to reveal himself wearing the same outfit (laughs) that his lady friends were wearing. Yeah, at the end of the number, he basically starts stripping, and uh, he takes the jacket off, his tie off, um, he's wearing an amazing suit in this now. Like, all of his Every suits are... Well, this
1: one he's in, like, the this more casual... It, yeah. Oh,
0: I no, you're right, like, you're right. He, yeah, that's right. He's, yeah. like, shining shoes when it starts. That's right. I got this one mixed up with the next one. Yeah. Um. With They Both Reach For The Gun, uh, mm-hmm. which has the really great suit. Uh, this one, though, he's, like, yeah, he's in more casual. And he's taking his suspenders off and everything. And then uh, he's down to just, like, boxers and a T-shirt. Or an undershirt, and that's what all the women around him are in like this red lingerie. And uh, (laughs) Vinny was like, God, I wish when he had taken his clothes off, he had been. Because he like the, you know like single motion just like grabs the front of his pants, oh, his pants. And just pulls yeah. them yeah, off because they're
1: tearaway pants to reveal his yeah.
0: boxers and I was just like man it would have been great if, And the very last shot well, is him like holding you're I've just a
1: comedy genius like the first shot we get of <laughs> oh, yeah. Renee Zellweger she pops up on stage and Vinny goes it's
0: like oh is that Judy Garland <laughs> <laughs> it was too easy <laughs> I had it's, to it was
1: just right there sitting in front of me
0: right i had forgotten I wasn't even going to call you out again <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs>
1: Our discussion of Chicago will continue next week as the fosse Apocalypse continues with Chicago Part 2.
0: A Real Education the Musical can be found on iTunes, Blueberry, and Google Play. Follow us on Facebook at Real Education Musical, on Twitter at Real Edu Musical, that's R-E-E-L-E-D-U, Or check out our website at realeducationmusical.com We hope you enjoyed our film fixation We'll see you next time on Real Education